Hi, my name's Chris. And I'm Becky. And this is the Marriage Walkers Podcast. Where we walk through the journey of marriage with love, service, and commitment. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 10, The Impact of Intentionality. All season long, we've been talking about communication, and we're going to wrap this season by talking about the impact of intentional communication. We've discussed the forms of communication. We've discussed different types of conversations. We've discussed some tips and tricks we use to get us through communicating through conflict resolution. We're going to finish the season up talking about the impact of intentionally having these conversations and what that means for your marriage. Now, normally at the end of a season, we'll do a Q&A, but we really felt that this was such an important part of communication and really seeing what good communication can do in a marriage and in a relationship that we didn't want to pass it by. Absolutely. And when we talk about being intentional in communication, what we're talking about is having a focused conversation. We're not talking about letting things come up in passing or just letting it bubble up when it bubbles up or dealing with it when it shows up. We're talking about sitting down with the intent of talking about it. Like rather than talking about money, when there's an issue with money, sitting down and having a budget conversation every month. That's one example of focused, intentional communication. Yeah. It's that sitting down, like you said, and really working on an aspect of your marriage, an aspect of your relationship and focusing in on that and having an end goal in mind with that conversation as well. And the reason I think that that's so important is because when you have an end goal in mind, you can really tailor your behaviors. You can tailor your tactics, your strategy to whatever you're trying to get to. So we've talked about these different forms of communication you can leverage those forms with the intent of getting you to where you're trying to go. And now that we've had these talks, you can really apply it in such a way that it's not just happenstance. It's not just, oh, how do we end up here? You're going somewhere with an intention to get there. You're going somewhere with a plan. And it often reminds me of when I used to coach uh, fitness classes in a gym. The gentleman that owned the gym would always talk about the difference between exercise and training. And exercise is the person that they go to the gym and they don't really have an end goal in mind. They just want to be healthy. And so they get on the treadmill, they go lift some weights, they do a few things, but they're not really training towards a goal. Training is, hey, I signed up for a powerlifting meet in three months. So I need to make sure that I'm doing X number of reps for X number of sets. I need to make sure that I'm eating a very specific diet to make sure that I'm putting muscle on. It's all about where are you going, right? If I just go to the gym to move, it's good for me. But if I go to the gym with an intention of a competition or an event or something that's coming up, I'm going to tailor my exercise to become training so that I can get the optimal results 
And by getting those optimal results, I'm going to see bigger, greater change in a shorter period of time. One thing you to also kind of mention when we were talking about this episode was exercise being a byproduct sometimes where like you mentioned going to the mall and walking around, you get exercise doing that you're moving, but it's not the same as when you go to the gym to work out and you're lifting weights and you're on the treadmill and you're having that versus when you're putting that training really into effect. And that's kind of the same way that conversations tend to happen in a relationship. We don't want these conversations that need to happen that are going to help move your marriage forward to be a byproduct of something that's going on or happen in passing. They need to be focused. They need to be timed well. They need to have a good setting so that you can really get to the heart of it and get to that resolution, get to that end goal that you really both are striving for. Absolutely. And I love the way that you word that because for me, the first thing that comes to mind is going back to the whole budget thing that I said a moment ago, where are you having a budget conversation or are you talking about money when something happens? You're sharing a bank account and you both make an expenditure you didn't talk about. And then all of a sudden there's an overdraft on your bank account. And now we're going to talk about money. It's going to be a very different conversation than if we sat down at the beginning of the month and said, hey, let's talk about our finances and how we're going to spend our money this month. And when something comes up, we intentionally reach out and say, hey, I got to make this extra spend. Those are going to be two very different conversations. And the one that has intentionality behind it in that scenario, there's going to be a lot more peace in your relationship. Yeah, I'd almost say that it kind of comes down to being proactive versus reactive in your relationship and in these topics that are going to come up. When you're proactive, when you have that intentionality behind it, you have a plan in play, you have steps that you guys are working towards, or you're having those conversations to have that end goal in mind. And then when you're reactive, you're just dealing with it as it comes. And a lot of times that's going to make it way more focused on conflict and it's going to skew that way and it's going to cause misunderstandings and miscommunications. And that's not what we want for you guys in your marriages. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's not just about the improvement that you're going to see. And it's not just about achieving the particular goal that's at hand. It's so good for that. But when you have intentional conversations, it creates a closeness. It creates a level of collaboration. It creates trust between you and your spouse. And when you have that, the impact is more than just achieving your goals. It's more than just being on the same page. It makes everything in your relationship easier and it makes everything in your relationship more intimate. Yeah, that having it be easier is something we've definitely seen. It's talking about those big feelings and your needs, which we kind of talked about in a couple episodes ago, where it's hard to say, I need this from you because there's a lot of stigmas around needs, right? And then you can also do things like talk about your values and really find the root cause of what you guys want to do, how you want to live your lives, how you want to move forward together and having that intentional conversation, having that want to come together is such a huge part of that. 
100%. And that takes us back to a few episodes where we talked about laying the foundation. And we talked about, you know, administrative conversations and day-to-day, like, in passing, updating your spouse on where you're at and what you're doing, what you're doing with your money, how things are going. When we talked about that as laying the foundation, and then a few episodes later, we talked about your beliefs and opinions I had talked to a few people that listened to the podcast that were like, that seems backwards. But if you're fighting over little stupid stuff about what time you got home, or if you're fighting over where, how much money was spent at the grocery store, you're not going to get to your opinions and your beliefs and your feelings. And you're not going to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and open yourself up to that conversation. So if you're intentional about the administrative stuff, then it brings a level of peace that then allows you to be intentional about bigger stuff. It allows you to be intentional about your feelings, about your needs, about your opinions, about your plans for the future. So this intentionality thing, it has levels, right? So we really want to just make sure that we are being intentional on a regular basis on a whole bunch of different areas of our marriage and of our life. Absolutely. And having that trust in the foundational administrative stuff is what builds up to those big ones. And having the intention of communicating well, even in the smallest of things, is what's going to help those big conversations happen. It's what's going to allow you, like Chris just said, to be vulnerable during those moments and really come together as a couple, as a married unit. Yeah. It kind of takes me back to what we were just talking about a moment ago with, is your conversation a byproduct of what's going on? Did you accidentally get your steps in because you went to the mall? Or is it an intentional accomplishment because you got on the treadmill and you made sure to get those steps in? And as a couple, even if things happen to work out where you're on the same page because you went to the mall and you got those steps in, or, hey, somehow you were together when a big spend came up and you happened to have the conversation, so you were on the same page, it doesn't bring the same level of closeness as intentionally putting that work in. Just like the accomplishment of getting your steps in it doesn't bring the same level of accomplishment when it happens by accident than when you actually went and did it intentionally. And when you do it intentionally, you are way more likely to create a habit. So if you accidentally are together when a big spend happens, that's very different than creating the habit of regular finance conversations. Absolutely. And kind of using an example from our own lives from that, that just happened recently and we've talked about it before, being debt-free, all that good stuff. So we had our fridge was dying, and we knew that we were going to need to replace it. So we had that intentional conversation. How much do we want to spend? When do we want to do this? That sort of thing. And because we didn't wait for the fridge to die, for one, and have to just react and hope that we found something that was going to work for us in our budget, and for two, taking that time to really just like, this is what we like. This is the kinds that we like. Just having those conversations ahead of time meant that we weren't arguing in the store. We weren't having back and forth about, well, I like this one. Well, I like that one. 
we kind of both went into it looking for the same thing at the same price point and we weren't we weren't worried about it because we knew that we were already on the same page and we didn't have any conflict or anything come up because of that. Yeah, and that might seem like something small and and not really significant, but if you can do the small insignificant stuff correctly and you can execute on the habit of intentional conversation and execute on being on the same page on purpose, not by happenstance, then when the big things come up, you're going to be able to work through it because you have the reps in. You have the habit. I've said it before, habits make hearts. If you have a heart that's built up with a habit of working with your spouse, built up with a habit of communicating to your spouse, built up with a habit of making decisions with your spouse, when a big, difficult decision comes, that's where your heart's going to go. That's what you're going to want. But if you have a habit of making decisions on your own, of not communicating to your spouse, when these big, difficult things come up, that's where your heart's going to go. And that's what your heart's going to want. And it's going to make it way harder to work through that time. I'll even take that one step further and say, if you make it a habit to serve your spouse, you make it a habit to show love to your spouse through your communication. You make it a habit to show your commitment to your spouse through your communication That is exactly where your heart's going to go. So especially when you're having the big values conversation or the plow of life conversation, making sure that you guys really are equally yoked in this marriage, you're going to have those things already as your intentions, as the way that you want the conversation to go. And it's going to make it so good. As we were planning the communication season. And as we were planning this specific episode, we really kind of reflected on this journey we've had. This is our 30th episode. And the journey of having this podcast has really exponentially accelerated our closeness in our marriage. And when we really think about why that is, it's because we are having very intentional conversations about some very important things that pertain to marriage and we're doing it regularly. And through that, we've seen each other become closer. We've seen outside influences that try to creep into our marriage. We're stopping them even sooner than we were before. Anything that is awry or off, we're confronting it head on at a very rapid rate. And I feel like before we started this, we had a great marriage Now, I just feel like it's so much more. Yeah, we wouldn't have started a podcast about marriage if we didn't think we had a good one, but it's so great now. And it really is because we've been having those intentional conversations about marriage and then within that about our own marriage. And one of the other things that is a nice byproduct, I would would argue, is that While these are obviously things that we know and that we do, we've been doing them more intentionally. We've been doing things like working on our love languages and adopting how our spouse needs to have that received more and just being more intentional about the way that we interact, the way that we communicate, the way that we let other people influence or not influence our marriage. And it has just grown us 
I think these last 30 weeks have probably been some of the biggest growth that we've seen in our marriage. And we've been together in a relationship for 15 years, married for eight. But these last six months have just been huge. They definitely have. And some of the stuff that came up were things that we knew, but we may not have actually been executing on or may not have actually been living out. One of the things that I can think of for both of us is when we talked about outside influences and we got to the episode about kids, we're fairly new parents and we had talked about and recognized, hey, our marriage has to be a top priority and we can't value our son over each other or over our relationship. We love him. We care for him. We're always going to be there for him, but our marriage has to be taken care of. And like a lot of new parents, we said it, but we weren't really living it out. And so through having intentional conversations and planning the podcast, I think it was a little bit of a wake up call for the both of us. Yeah, for sure. It was one of those moments where we're like, oh, dang it. We know this. We should do this because we know that having a healthy marriage is one of the best things that we can do for our kiddo. Yeah. And I think the big thing for us is we were focusing on our marriage, but we were focusing on our marriage when all of his needs were met. When he went to bed at the end of the night, we would focus on our marriage or when he needed something. If we were in the middle of a conversation, we'd drop it right away and go do whatever he needed. And I think we're at a point now where as much as everybody hates to throw screens in front of your kid, if we don't have a babysitter and we need a few moments, we'll throw Coco Melon on the TV for 20 minutes and go into the other room where we can still hear and see him, but we have a little bit of space to have a conversation. We're making it a priority to go out and have date nights and go out to lunch during the day while he's at daycare so that we can have those moments together. And we weren't doing that. We were still focused on our marriage but we were letting him take over the priority, the majority of our time. And it's just these sorts of things that we're seeing and we're re-employing in our own marriage. And like we said, we've just seen so much growth through this because we are being so intentional about it. And we're being so focused on the things that are really important and focused on really connecting with each other in meaningful ways. Yeah. So one of the reasons we're doing this episode on the impact of intentionality is to introduce to you all something that's going to be coming as we progress forward in the Marriage Walkers podcast. Somebody brought this up to me this past week and having had talked about the impact of intentionality and in conversations with Becky already and then hearing them say that, we both thought it was really important that we actually incorporate something to encourage you all to have these focused conversations. So as we go through the process of planning and putting together an episode, moving forward every week, we're going to have some discussion questions. And we're going to really, really recommend that you sit down with your spouse and discuss these questions each week so that you can have that focused, intentional conversation and hopefully get the growth out of this podcast that we're getting out of recording this podcast. Yeah, we really want to share the wealth with you guys. If we're benefiting so much on the back end of this, we were thinking, why wouldn't we do that for everyone else? So we do sometimes sit down and ask ourselves, okay, what about this topic? 
why is this so important? What do we need to get out of this? And then the episode becomes an episode. But through those conversations, we want to make sure that we start sharing those sorts of thoughts with you guys so you can really find a way to implement it into your marriages and use those 15, 20 minutes per night when you connect at the end of the day or whatever it is, however you have that time set up for yourselves, use that in a meaningful manner. Absolutely. And we still really, really love couples cards. Couples cards are awesome. And I encourage you to do couples cards as something fun on a date night. These discussion questions are something a little bit separate from that. Because similar to getting the steps in at the mall, couples cards will get you to some of these conversations, but it wasn't because you sat down to talk about it. It's because you pulled the right card. And as much as pulling the right card sometimes sends you down a beautiful path, we want to start carving that path for our marriages ourselves. Like Chris said, with the couples cards, it's fun and it's a good way if you are struggling to kind of bring up the discussion questions to maybe do a little bit of a a relationship icebreaker. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a little bit heavier than that. So just just forewarning. And I'm going to encourage you all to dive into this journey with us. We are so thankful for you taking the journey you've taken with us thus far. It's been absolutely amazing. We've loved this so much. Obviously, we're talking about how much it's impacted us, how much positivity that we've had out of it. And we just want to say thank you because at the end of the day, what we do here, we love, but we love it even more because of you guys. Yeah. And speaking about you guys, I just want to throw out there. We are now in 16 different countries and we have 238 different cities all around the world that are listening to this podcast. That's the sound of my mind being blown. Yeah. And the cool thing for us is the numbers are great, but what really touches our heart is when we see a new city pop up or we see a city grow in number of listens per week. And every week that number sticks, that city keeps coming back. Meaning we have new people that didn't just stumble across this podcast, but that are intentionally investing to listening to it each week. And so with that, We want to help as you intentionally listen each week, you intentionally talk to your spouse. So we're going to be diving into a new season here. The new season is going to be on intimacy. And we do have a question we want you and your spouse to sit down and talk about before we get there. And with intimacy, it can sound like we're maybe talking about a little bit of sexy time, but it's so much more than that. Intimacy is knowing someone, really being connected with them, having these intentional conversations so you can be intimate with them. And it's going to have just such a great impact for you guys. Yeah, I really want you all to focus on that. And I want you to focus on the idea that there's lots of different kinds of intimacy. And intimacy really just means being close and knowing your spouse and them knowing you and the ability to be vulnerable. So whether that is physically, emotionally, whatever it means for you, we challenge you to sit down this week with your spouse and ask the question, do you feel there's enough intimacy in our marriage? And it might be a tough question to talk about. 
and it might be uncomfortable, but if you can put all the cards out there on the table, you can then intentionally attack the things that you are having trouble with. So maybe your intimacy is doing great. And if so, that's awesome. But the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. And we're going to talk about how you can make it even better. Or maybe you're struggling a little bit and you don't have intimacy, or maybe your physical intimacy is awesome, but your emotional intimacy is not. That's okay. Once we know, we can focus on how we're going to fix that. And that's what we want to do moving forward. The first step is recognizing where you're at. So by having that conversation, you're really going to set yourselves up for the greatest achievements that you can get as we talk about these different parts of intimacy coming up. So with that, we'd love to hear from you guys. How has communication changed in your relationship? How has the impact of your communication been? Are you ready to talk about intimacy? Do you have any questions that you want to make sure that we hit for you guys? Let us know. We love interacting with you. We love hearing from you. We're on all of the things, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and we just can't wait to hear from you guys. Absolutely. Thank you all for listening, and we can't wait to dive in next week. Have a great week, y'all. Bye, guys. Every chance that I take, you'll never be so